Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astral curious. I'm also your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 126 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So in this part of the series, we are starting to look at the planets in the houses on the natal chart. The last episode, we looked at the sun. And what I'm doing is giving you brief descriptions of possible interpretations for each planet in the houses of the natal chart. So today we are talking about the moon through the houses in the natal chart. The moon symbolizes your emotions, needs, and how we respond to others and the world around us. Oh, I want to remind you, there are 12 houses in the natal chart. You can go back to the older episodes to learn about the attributes of each house. And wherever the moon sits in your natal chart in one of these houses shows where you can get a little emotional. And because the moon is changeable, this can also indicate where conditions in your life may fluctuate too. So let's go through them. The first house. The moon in the first house indicates a personality that expresses feelings outwardly. Your heart is right on your sleeve, but sometimes you may be too reactionary. The moon in the second house means money is important to you. It comes and goes, which can create anxiety. When you have enough cash in the bank, you tend to be more chill. The moon in the third house indicates emotions tend to color your thoughts. You've got a great imagination and might be intuitive. And at times, you need to work hard to keep your feet planted on the ground. The moon in the fourth house is at home, since this is the natural placement for La Luna. Home is where your heart is, and you're probably close to your family. You might have a comfy home, too. You'll need to guard against holding on to the past. If you can't, get low, if you can't let go of the old, you can't be present. The moon in the fifth house makes you a hopeless romantic. You want true love and nothing less will do. You're probably fertile, could have many children, and would make an excellent parent. But watch out that your pursuit for pleasure doesn't cause you to leave a trail of broken hearts behind you. The moon in the sixth house means work needs to be emotionally satisfying. You may choose a career as a caregiver or in the food industry. Drama at work can affect your well-being and can sometimes be a catalyst for many job changes. The moon in the seventh house places emotional emphasis on relationships. You crave security through long-term partnerships. You're highly empathic, but can also become codependent. The moon in the eighth house heightens intuition. You can feel things and people out with ease. You also have good instincts for handling money. However, boundaries can be weak or you may struggle to find emotional intimacy. Hot and cold? Yep. The moon in the ninth house creates a desire to see the world or feed your head. You love to learn about other cultures and may have a strong moral compass. But 
This placement of the moon could also indicate restlessness or religious hypocrisy. The moon in the 10th house means the public loves you and you love them. You want recognition and you probably get it. The negative side of this placement could be someone who does whatever they think will get the most applause. The moon in the 11th brings emotional relationships with friends. Friends often become members of the family. Or you may have a chosen family of buddies that replaces an unhappy birth family. The moon in the 11th can also make you susceptible to peer pressure. And lastly, the moon in the 12th house indicates a deep emotional need for solitude. Too much time spent with others drains your batteries. Frequent sabbaticals or therapy helps you to restore your sense of emotional balance. You'll need to be careful that your past experiences do not color the present moment. Let go of those old stories. Okay, so those are some uh, brief thoughts about the moon in the natal chart houses. Now, if you want to learn more, be sure to grab a copy of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro curious. And I also recommend Planets in Houses, Experiencing Your Environment Planets by Robert Pelletier. All right, that's all for today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, take a moment, get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that is the best way to help new listeners discover the show. And of course, I appreciate that so much. And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode. 